PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, the final PropCast episode of 2021 and it's NFL Week 17 already and joining me as usual to break down the Week 17 player props and get into some other things. I think this is going to be a fun show, but joining me, the Brody and the Prop God. Dan Titus, Dan, how you feeling this uh, last day of 2021, my man? Doing good, man. It's uh, we got a little hoops on early today, so that was cool. Um, obviously, man, we we about to go into 2022, man. I know I'm very excited to get out of 2021. I don't even know what the hell that was, but uh, yeah. I'm excited to finally leave my house, maybe a little bit in 2022. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, we had a decent week last week. Uh, I think I went two and one on my props definitely tanked on josh jacobs he didn't get any receiving work whatsoever but he was a beast on the ground but uh yeah man it's uh the birds surprisingly might make the playoffs here so i'm feeling good about that even though you know maybe looking like we may not get a a great first round matchup but hey i'll take a time to beat dallas and be the underdogs any day of the week so hopefully that (laughs) continues to uh track but uh yeah man i'm ready for 2022 ready to get to these props Talk about some other cool things that uh, SGPN's got going on. Yeah, uh, quickly about the Eagles. Um, so, do you know? I know that they're they were projected that if they were going to lose, that they were going to have like three top ten picks. Does that affect yeah. their draft position or whether wherever they're getting their draft picks from, as far as to where they land in the draft order? Yeah, that's a good question. I think the main one that I was that I was looking to pay attention to was the Carson Wentz, making sure that he got. Uh, 70 played 70 percent of the games of the snaps or something like that for the indianapolis colts so i think that's already yeah. hit yeah that's so they'll get hit. that first round pick um in terms of the other ones i i gotta look in, into more into those those incentives to to see if what their draft position is going to be but i assume that if you make the playoffs i feel like that's got to affect yeah uh, where you sit so yeah that's an interesting one yeah it's gonna be interesting to see i mean uh, i think the eagles at least their um their future as far as draft picks and and you know, young guys that are on the rosters is it's, it's a definitely exciting time to be the, uh, an Eagles fan. Uh, yeah, I wish, just least. wish they would invest in some defense for a change now and uh, not pass up on um, <laughs> all Hall of Fame potential talent like 
Justin Jefferson, for for instance, for people yeah. like Jalen Rieger. Yeah. So <laughs> draft a little bit better. How he's got to get his head out of his ass. But I think it's looking up considering how many people were hating on the Eagles. Someone sent me something. They were, I think, pro football focus ranked them as the 29th worst team in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, sandwiched between the Jets and the Jaguars, I believe. So yeah. Um, they really got that one wrong. I mean, they got everybody else right because those other teams suck. But uh, yeah, the birds definitely over over overachieved this year. Yeah, I mean, especially after like the start they got off to recently. I mean, they've been playing well. What they've won five out of the last six games overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, they haven't really played anybody in competition." Well, you're dealt the cards that you're dealt, and yeah, those are the teams that you got to play. I mean, injuries are a part of the game; they affect. You know, both teams, whoever you're facing. But, um, yeah, I mean, they've taken care of business where they need to take care of business. So they're sitting at eight and seven, two huge um, divisional games to close out the uh, year for right. the Eagles. They're at Washington this week, and then they go to Dallas to close out the season. So, uh, yeah, it's exciting time for you and Sean to be uh, uh, invested in this Eagles team right now. So, uh, yeah, hopefully in the next year they make some defensive uh, moves. One last guy I want to touch on on the Eagles um Darius Slay man he's having a quietly a a great season defensively man uh thoughts on him I mean this is what we paid for man when we traded for him like uh you know he was always like I feel like everyone was goes to that Detroit wasteland for a while they never really get the name notoriety then they leave and then they kind of show what they can do and he's just the next person that that has done that he's become a lockdown corner I mean what he's done to Terry McLaurin uh a couple weeks ago that was great. I'm really looking forward to the matchup this week because I think, yeah. I mean, that's that was one of the props I was actually looking for was uh, Terry McLaurin under receiving yards because mm-hmm. I just feel like Darius Slade, man, he's just locked in right now and uh, no one wants to throw on his side of the field and rightfully so, man. He's been he's been picking it off and if he's not, he's taken to the house, uh, making plays on the edge. So, yeah, I think that's probably been the, the, the lone bright spot of their defense was Darius Slade. Yeah, that's all dealt with a lot of injuries, uh, have the Eagles. So whether it's been on the offensive side or even the uh, defensive side. So, yeah, uh, just imagine what this team would do when they're, you know, fully healthy and also have some better defensive players, I guess we can say uh, for the Eagles. But um, Dan, like you alluded to earlier on the show when we start is that uh, we're going to kind of keep the same format, but we're also um, it's an interesting time of the year, uh, especially when you're in week 17. And I say that because. A lot of times when these players sign these contracts, they have contract incentives uh, based on player or, or game performance, right? And I think there's a few players, and shout out to uh, Justin, who put up an article on sportsgamblingpodcast.com about uh, players in week 16, or sorry, week 17 and 18, that are going to be uh, looking out for um, reaching certain milestones, and I guess at, at this point is, I think this is a great angle. And also Sean pointed me in this direction is that this would be a fantastic topic to have on the prop cast. And I a hundred percent was on board with it. And he said that, you know, pretty much what I just said is that we're going to have players in these final two weeks that are going to be looking to get to an X amount of receptions or receiving yards, rushing yards, sacks, passing yards, whatever the case might be. And we'll get into that in a second, but uh, Dan, yeah, I think this is a fantastic angle to look at here in the final two weeks as we kind of go through player props. Absolutely. And and I, I love that you, you know, shouts to Justin for putting this together and yourself and uh, Sean to having the foresight to, to know how much this actually could impact your player props. Because there's one, there's probably no bigger motivator than winning than money. And uh, for those teams that are usually in situations where, you know, you're playing for the last playoff spot, I think you'll see a, a, a whole nother level of, of uh, 
dedication and motivation to play that game. But when you also have upwards of $2 million on the line, that, that also gives you a little bit, a little bit more extra juice. So I think this is an angle certainly that, that people need to be paying attention to as the weeks close out uh, for these player props here. And we'll talk about quite a few players that have something at stake. Some of the props aren't out yet for those players, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we can start at the top, man. Let's, we could start with probably Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, he's got several uh, incentives that can, I think go up to upwards of $2 million. And uh, if he finishes top five, in passer rating, touchdown passes, pass yards, completion percentage, yards per attempt, he can get upwards of $562,000 each for all those milestones. So um, right now he's and he's leading the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns, so that's a milli right there for for uh, for uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can – you can't make a prop on his completion percentage or yards per attempt, but yeah. so not much value there in terms of, of betting. But I know that AB has some, has some really serious incentives uh, coming his way. So if he plays this week, we could see Tom Brady trying to pepper him with targets because he has to meet some of these reception milestones for him to get the bag. Yeah. I think this was also the case last year, Dan, is that uh, Antonio Brown also had this, I think it's pretty much the same deal as yeah. last year, uh, and we saw in the final two weeks of the season last year uh, that Brady was making it a, a, a an effort to get AB the ball in those final two weeks. And I'm trying to pull up what I uh, what AB did last year uh, in the final two weeks. But yeah, like you said, both Brady and Antonio Brown have incentives in their contracts to reach certain number of um, you know stats to get these bonuses. I believe Brady already leads in uh, passing touchdowns and yardage um, this season. So I think it, I think it said it had to be two out of the three, um, two out of the five or, or three out of the five we had to lead to get an even significant bonus. But um, going back to last season for Antonio Brown in the final week of the season against the Atlanta Falcons, he had 11 receptions for, on 14 targets and 138 receiving yards and two touchdowns. So that kind of tells you right there is, uh, you know, Brady made an effort to get um, Antonio Brown the football last year. So, um, Dan, let's just, you know, take it a player by player. You just highlighted uh, Tom Brady. Um, so can you highlight that one more time for the listeners on what he might need to do or needs to do to get some more incentives from his contract? Yeah, so in order to get uh, $562,000 each for, for, the respective, um, for the respective stats that he has to accumulate, if he finishes just top five in passer rating, touch, touchdown passes, pass yards, completion percentage, and yards per attempt, um, he will get uh, anywhere between uh, 1.125 mil and, 1. Okay. and 1.7 million. So... Um, right now, he's currently seventh in passer rating. So if he has a, a nice couple of weeks here, he could definitely slot into the top five of there. And as you said, he's already a uh, leader in, in pass yards and touchdown passes. So um, the other one's completion percentage and yards per attempt may be a, a bit of a reach, especially not having Chris Godwin there. Yeah. But uh, I, I think he's he's squarely in the mix for this QB rating. I mean, and, and Lo, lo and behold, he's playing against the Jets this week. So at 13 point favorites, I, I think he is gonna, he's just going to torch him. And we, we know his history with against the Jets. So yeah. um, it should be pretty easy, easy, easy uh, pickings for him to uh, get these yards. Yeah. On top of that, for Tom Brady, listen, I, I know that we, the, 
let me say this, that he's still in the running for MVP. So I think that's extra motivation for him to go out and perform definitely these final two weeks against the New York jets. Um, and this week. So despite, you know, not having a lot of his skill position players, uh, like Mike Evans, like Chris Godwin, uh, Leonard Fournette, another name. He's still, I think Antonio Brown, because we mentioned that he also has contract incentives that he should be out there. And I think like we were talking offline, uh, Dan, that you said that Gronk should have a, a big week as well. Yeah, I, I really like the yeah, I really like the Gronk angle here, just mainly because if AB misses, if AB ends up missing the game, let's just say hypothetically, he does have an ankle injury. Yeah. Um, Gronk is going to lead this team in targets. You know, Mike Evans is is coming off. Uh, was it COVID COVID list or I think it was th- COVID list, right? I think it was COVID, and he also had an injury. He had a hamstring injury. Yeah, too. I looked that up. Right, so he's not a hundred percent. So we had we saw Gronk have a couple down weeks over the last couple of weeks, man. But like. Gronk has some incentives here too. So uh, I could definitely see Gronk having a nice end to the season here, um, especially with the receiving core being so down. Um, yeah. For, so for Mike Evans, he, uh, he he was out with an hamstring injury last week and then also went right. through COVID-19. So right. just uh, the report this morning says that they did activate Mike Evans off of uh, the COVID-19 uh, reserve list. And uh, he should be a go this week. Uh, I'm seeing a report that says Mike Evans caught some passes at the Bucks practice facility uh, today. I'm sorry, uh, yesterday. So I'm guessing that Mike Evans will be out there for the uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady uh, against the Jets on Sunday. Yeah. So the one one angle that I like for the the Bucks here, and specifically Rob Gronkowski, he's got a a, a half a million. Uh, yeah, yeah, about half a million. Uh, incentive for nine touchdowns this year and he's currently sitting at six and he's playing against the Jets and the Carolina Panthers for the final two weeks you mean to tell me he can't get three touchdowns in those in those games so yeah I I really like Gronk uh, for and as as Justin stated man an anytime touchdown I think seems like a really nice play for uh, for Gronk uh, in the closing weeks here yeah this is sharp stuff man I'm I'm loving this yeah so um, and I think this also, if you're really a degenerate, this has some uh, same game parlay um, oh, yeah. um, potential out there for sure, right? I think you could take Tom Brady passing yards over, uh, passing yards over for Tom Brady, uh, parlay that with uh, some Antonio Brown uh, receptions and yardage, and although Gronk uh, scoring a touchdown. So, um, yeah, again, against the Jets, I, I and also – as far as a side in total, you might want to take a look at Bucks team total to go over because they're going to have to come out throwing the football, like we said, with Brady, Gronk, and Antonio Brown, and now you're getting Mike Evans back as well. So uh, it all kind of ties in together. Anything else for this uh, Tampa squad? I know we just knocked out three players, which is uh, which is big. So uh, just yeah. kind of recap, we're looking at Tom Brady's um, uh, passer rating. He's already leading in passing yards and touchdowns. Um, and then we also have Antonio Brown for receptions and yardage and then Gronk for uh, touchdowns. He needs three more to get a, a hefty bonus for reaching that milestone. Anything else for those three players uh, we need to highlight, Dan? Yeah, just to clarify, uh, Antonio Brown is 11 receptions away from 50. So okay. he just need you know five or six receptions over the next two weeks on average to get that uh, little uh, uh, third of a million 
uh, bonus. And then he's 81 yards away from the 600 yard, from 600 yards, which would uh, get him another 333,000. So, um, and then Gronk, obviously three touchdowns away from his touchdown um, milestone as well. So load up on some, if AB is healthy, load up on some rece- reception props. If uh, Gronk is, is Gronk is still there, which he is uh, get on some anytime touchdowns for him. I think that's good value there. Yeah, I think in the last week, I, I I mean, obviously last week they didn't have a lot of guys, the Tampa Bay Bucks, but yeah, um, Antonio Brown last week, 15 targets, 10 receptions, and 101 receiving yards mm-hmm. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, let's move on to another player here, um, Dan, and let's stick with a quarterback. And I'm seeing that Aaron Rodgers is another quarterback that has some incentives in his deal, and I'm seeing that he, if he finishes top three in a passer rating, completion percentage, interception percentage, passing yards, that's an additional bonus of 100,000 for each of those categories. So, um, right now, uh, as far as MVP odds, and I'll throw this in there also, that he is the betting favorite is Aaron Rodgers. And right now, Aaron Rodgers, I believe is also in the top three in passing uh, yards for quarterbacks. Let me just double check this here. No, actually he's not. So uh, let's, Dan, we can start with there. So right now, Aaron Rodgers is number 10 at 3,689 yards. He needs about, he's going to need a lot of yards to get into that top three because number three right now is Derek Carr, who has around 4,300 passing yards. So we're looking at him to having to throw probably 350 yards in the last two games here. Possible, or is this a, a way we just kind of attack uh, Aaron Rodgers again, uh, just go over his passing yards in the final two weeks? Yeah, um, at this point, uh, I don't know that he's going to get there for passing yards, um, especially with uh, the game script that's kind of tracking in in uh, Lambeau this week with against Minnesota. It's going to be, you know, freezing temperatures. Um, don't really expect Rogers to throw for like 350 and five degrees. So yeah, um, I think I think we could probably temper expectations there. But everything else, it seems like he's going to probably come pretty close to hitting in terms of his his incentives. Passer rating, he's he leads the NFL. He's up there in completion percentage, and his interception percentage is also very low. So if there's still props for you know Aaron Rodgers under a half interception. I would probably hammer that because I don't think he's going to be making many mistakes over the last couple of weeks, especially with those MVP odds uh, still at stake here. So yeah, if I'm throwing my money on betting uh, Aaron Rodgers in general, I would say it's MVP odds. And right now, even though he is the favorite, Mm -hmm. um, I think we could see Tom Brady make it interesting over the course of his next two weeks here. Yeah. Currently seeing uh, Aaron Rodgers as a minus 240 favorite over on win bet. Yeah, so that's probably not the best value right MVP, there. But. but Tom Brady, if you shop around, there's a, a six to ones floating out there for Tom Brady. And uh, I'm starting to see it plus 750, uh, plus 700 now for Tom Brady to win uh, NFL MVP. So, yeah, I think it's a two horse race between those two guys. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of transpires. Uh, let's go over to the next uh, quarterback. And that's going to, I think this will be a quick one here. Is uh, I see Russell Wilson, a $250,000. Incentive if he's over 66% passing uh, completion rate. Um, for Russell Wilson, I'm currently trying to see here. Here he is. He's at uh, on the season, he's at 64.9%. So, um, Dan, how do you think we kind of, you know, can translate that into player props? Are we seeing that maybe he might be dink and dunk passes 
for Russell Wilson to his running backs to get that incentive? Or is there another way to attack this probably? Yeah, I think that's probably the best way. But to be honest, man, I just don't know that I can trust the Seahawks at this stage in the game, even though they're playing the Bears uh, this week. That should be, I mean, actually, I don't even know that you can call that a cakewalk anymore just by the way that the Seahawks have been playing. Um, And then they get the Cardinals, the final game of the season on the road. So, you know, the Cardinals, while they're going through their own woes, just in general, just uh, being a, a team that's been trending downward, I don't know that I can put all my faith in Russell Wilson right now. I feel like the Seahawks have pretty much mailed it in and his days are numbered in, in, in Seattle. So mm-hmm. to expect him to throw for a 68% completion percentage over the final two weeks yeah. uh, to close out at 66%, I think seems a bit optimistic, but sure. I think you're right. If he's going to do it, it's going to be the dinks and dunks. You know, we saw Rashad Penny uh, really come up, really come on uh, the final weeks of the season here. And, uh, I think we could also see DK Metcalf. Perhaps he can finally get loose a little bit and Tyler Lockett. But yeah, the, the Seahawks, they don't give me much faith here. They really look, they haven't looked very good as a team. And uh, I think that's just a testament to Russ and his relationship with Pat, with Pete Carroll and potentially, you know, wanting to move other places. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing, you know, Russ destination next year, destination spot type props uh, yeah. going out in the market soon enough. Yeah, those are going to be some fun props that we're going to tackle in the offseason uh, for sure. Um, you know, as these fun props kind of uh, prop, uh, pop up. Uh, Rashad Penny, you mentioned uh, last week, not much there as far as, you know, targets and receptions. But, you know, quickly just to kind of wrap up Russell Wilson here. He was he, he was pretty much hitting this number before that injury that he had in that Rams game. I mean, he was at 68% or better in the first five weeks of the season. In fact, in the first three weeks, he was at 70% or better. So he was right on track. But over the last couple of weeks here, he's kind of, you know, been uh, below 60%. And I think the injury when he returned had a lot to do with that also because the, the game that he returned, I don't think he was right. He was only 50% on 40 attempts against the Packers where they were held scoreless. And the week after that, against the Cardinals, 14 of 26, which was 53.9%. So uh, I don't think that, you know, uh, Russell Wilson will probably get to this number, uh, but it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, what happens. Actually, I'm signing corrected here. It says if it's over 66% and currently for the season, um, he's sitting right about 64. He's at 60, yeah, 64.9. So, I mean, it's attainable for him, but I don't think there's any. Uh, angles that we can attack as far as player props. Um, no, no, uh, unless for, you're getting like, and, and you're right. Rashad Penny isn't really the receiving back. It's DJ Dallas. Yeah. Uh, has really been picking up that slack, but yeah, not, not much upside there betting on Russ right now. Yeah. So uh, let's get over to some skill positions here. We have Stefan Diggs uh, last year who had a hundred receptions and uh, 1,375 yards receiving and that's pretty much baked into his contract, which says that if he gets over 100 receptions and over 1,375 passing yards, or sorry, receiving yards, that uh, base amount of $658,330 is added to his base salary for the following year. So he did attain this last year, but uh, so far this season, Diggs is 283 yards away from 1375 uh, receiving yards and i believe he needs um 18 receptions yeah 18 receptions and uh 283 receiving yards so De- i'm sorry uh for the final two weeks here the bills this week take on atlanta 
I think this is an area or a game where we can uh, attack some Stefan Diggs player props. Currently don't see any listed for him, but I think this is a prime, prime week for Stefan Diggs to really step up and, and get to those incentives in his contract. Yeah, the final two weeks, he plays the Falcons and the Jets. And, you know, he only needs 11 receptions uh, to go over 100 receptions for the year. Uh, well, 12 receptions. He has like 89 right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's something I would certainly want to target. I mean, he could I, I, he could definitely do this against the Atlanta Falcons, but he could also do it, you know, obviously with the, with the Jets as well. So that's a bet that I love is to him to go over 100 receptions. And then, you know, needing 200 and – you said 283, I believe, to yes, – uh, to go over 1380, 1375. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's going to take a pretty big number. Um, yeah. but fortunately he's going up against two awful secondary. So I'm lean obviously more towards the hundred receptions, but I think 1375 is, is certainly in, in the cards here, uh, being that he's going up against such lower level defenses for the final two weeks of the season. And we know that the, the bills are a pass first offense. So I, I definitely see the angle for, for Josh Allen one to get his boy uh, a little extra bag here. I mean, we're talking potentially $1.3 million. So yeah. that, that's not nothing. And it's guaranteed. It's base salary. So yeah. I, I definitely think he's going to look out for him here. Yeah, I think the yardage is uh, is going to be a tall order for Stephon Diggs because he's only had two games this season where he's at 100-plus receiving yards, uh, which was against the Jets, which they play, like you said, in the final week. 162 yards in that game. And then against the Texans back in October, where he had 114. But over the last uh, two out of the last three weeks, Dan, he's had seven uh, receptions uh, against the Patriots last week and then against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where he had seven also. And again, the targets have been there um, for him as well. 29, sorry, uh, 33 combined targets over the last three weeks Uh, in two games. He had 13 exactly in two games. So um, I think uh, Stefan Diggs receptions uh, this week, Dan, I think it's something that we should for sure uh, be putting our money on this week. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. And I think for the last week, you might want to take a look at the yardage because again, when if he's already done that uh, against the jets this year at 162, um, you know, they know the agents are going to identify, Hey, you need X many yards. And, you know, you had a great game against this team uh, earlier this year, so why not do it again? So, yeah, uh, definitely look out for Stephon Diggs' uh, receptions uh, this week. Yep. Uh, Uh, Let's get – go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say a really interesting one is that Odell Beckham Mm -hmm. um, has quite a bit of incentives to make the playoffs, which is kind of interesting considering that, you know, Cleveland's fate – best thing that happened to him from a, from a contract perspective was getting traded to a a team like the Los Angeles Rams because he can get – upwards of i mean this total is almost you know well over three and a half million dollars if they can if they win the super bowl so um he has little escalators as for each step through the playoffs through the wild card divisional series nfc championship and so forth uh, but looks like he's gonna be getting a, he's gonna be getting paid so if you uh if you like the rams um I, maybe there's there's some angle there um because i think i've seen at win bet they're eight to five 8.5 to one to win the Super Bowl right now. Okay. Um, and then three to five, uh, was it three, 3.5 to one to win the NFC championship game. So yeah, just some interesting things. So maybe you see a different version of Odell Beckham when he's got money on the line for the performance, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that he's really been in that, that, in that uh, environment or at least that situation. It's been a long time since the giants have been good and the Cleveland Browns really, um, had a chance to go forward. So yeah, I think he's got a good shot with the Rams. 
Yeah, for sure, man. I think that uh, you know, Rams certainly have the potential, but again, it's going to be on the back of Matthew Stafford, who's been inconsistent to say the least so far this season. Yeah. Yeah, um, yes. For the Rams, especially, you know, he's been very erratic about, you know, uh, interceptions and things like that. So, right. Um, one more final player that I did want to highlight here, Dan, is going to be AJ Green. Um, his, his, the way his contract and the incentive is structured for him is, it's kind of interesting because it's pretty much in increments. So, if he gets 50, so 50 receptions, 60, 70 in increments of 10 to those whole numbers, he gets, I think, if I'm not, if I'm reading this correctly, he gets 250,000 for reaching each of those milestones. Um, so he already has, let's say he has a 47 reception so far uh, this season. So if he gets to 50 uh, in the next two weeks, uh, he'll get an uh, additional 250,000. If he gets to 60 receptions, I'll get an additional 250, 70 and all the way up to 80, uh, 80 is a cap for that. So AJ green is one for receptions. And then also for the yardage, it's the same thing. Uh, so far this season, he has uh, 751 receiving yards, um, and in the in his contract, it says that if he's able to get to 600, uh, he's already got 600 and 700. So the next two milestones are going to be 800, 900, uh, and that'll be uh, something to take a look at uh, for AJ uh, Green as far as player props for this uh, final two weeks of the season, Dan. Yeah, I mean, he has a good shot at it because there's not that many people. I mean, with D Hop out of there, yeah, you're surrendering at least like what anywhere between 10 to 12 targets per game. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got to go either Christian Kirk or AJ Green, I would imagine. Uh, Rondale Moore was inactive last week. So yeah, it, I think it looks like um, Green definitely has a chance at averaging, he's averaging 53 yards per game um, to get to get to that 700 marker, um, or sorry, the 800 marker, but it yeah. looks like he might fall a little bit short of 900. But yeah, I, I think that there's certainly something that we could play this week um, with the Cardinals going up against the the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Um, he's probably going to be shadow, shadowed by uh, Trevion, Di- Trevion Diggs. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon, yeah, right. Trayvon Diggs. Um, but, you know, I, I don't... Uh, he, there's money on the line here, right? So yeah. I, I could definitely see A.J. Green getting up for this game, uh, maybe a little bit more than they normally would. And then he's got Seattle of uh, the final week of the season, which we know their secondary isn't that great. So, yeah. yeah, I think that there's definitely some room to bet on A.J. Green here, whether it be his receptions or his receiving yards props. Yeah, I agree, especially when you talk about, you know, not having Diab, Rondo Moore was uh, uh, inactive last week. I think those are, you know, two significant pieces in your offense all throughout the season for the Cardinals. And now A.J. Green, you know, surprisingly has been healthy all season long for them, knock on wood. So uh, definitely also take a look at some A.J. Green props um, uh, for the NFL Week 17. The last one, uh, Dan's on the defensive side of the football. Quickly highlight this. Um, and I don't know how we're going to handicap it, but uh, Chris Jones, uh, if he gets 10 total sacks for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, he gets an additional um, $1.25 million uh, for reaching 10 total sack. So I think if you see something out there for Chris Jones or um, as far as tackles or sacks, I think there are props out there for defensive guys. So that might be something that you want to take a look at uh, over the final two weeks here. Uh, any thoughts on that, Dan? Yeah. The only, yeah, I was trying to see if uh, the KC ones are up for him. They are up and uh, Oh, actually. Yeah. No, no defensive ones yet. I'm only seeing kickers for that Cincinnati Bengals KC matchup, but yeah, continue to look in on DK and maybe some other sports books. 
for when those defensive special teams uh, props drop. Because, yeah, I think Chris Jones certainly has a good chance to do that against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, man. I think Joe Burrow is going to be under a ton of pressure here. Chiefs are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I've seen uh, sharp action going both ways Mm -hmm. a little bit here. So, I don't know. It's going to be a good game. But uh, I think Chiefs are going to win out here. And it's been the strength of their defense primarily over the course of the, the last several weeks. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all for the Chiefs this week. Yeah, this is going to be a really fun game to watch uh, between the Bengals yeah. and the Chiefs. I think we'll uh, probably see a lot of points being scored in this game as well. Um, so I think that was pretty much the uh, list that we had come up with, Dan, uh, between uh, Justin, uh, myself, and you. Uh, anything else that we may have missed uh, for these contract incentives? I will do this. I'll uh, write all these down on a sheet and then uh, I'll, I'll uh, come back and calculate what's left for week uh, 18. And then we can highlight that for the final week. But anything else I would need to mention before we get into our uh, player props here? No, great work by Justin and, and team here. And uh, yeah, it's really exciting angles that you can play to uh, kind of help you uh, get a little bit more value or, you know, just find some alternative angles to uh, betting these props. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Uh, so, like I said, I'll uh, I'll uh, look at these over the weekend, see where these guys ended up, and then we'll uh, for sure recap it uh, in NFL Week 18 for the final week of the regular season. Dan, uh, let's take one break here, bud. Uh, we'll come back and we'll get into our uh, Week 17 player props. Uh, so we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsor. College football championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is upon us. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for NCAA football, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. I was a few games that were in town here and that I wanted to go see to purchase tickets for and I went over to TickPick.com and they made it so easy and the fees were non-existent compared to all these other websites that are selling tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that all the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their college football tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on any other ticket site, TickPick will give you 110%. That's right, 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Visit TickPick today at TickPick.com SGP. That's TickPick.com SGP. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college, football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5 and win $400 in free bets. There's also this really great promo they just came out with. Win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. That's right, a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. All you have to do is bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature and earn a chance to win a once in a lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at the Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and travel credit of $5,000. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. 
From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. All right, coming off of the break, um, there was one more player that I did need to highlight, but um, it's kind of tied into the player props I do like, so I can discuss it then. But uh, just a caveat, guys, um, for whatever reason this week, player props are dropping very, very slowly. So as we're kind of recording here, we'll give you guys um, the players that we are kind of targeting uh, for this week as far as player props. Um, so definitely keep that in mind. Usually by Thursday afternoon, even Friday morning, player props have dropped for mostly all games. But for whatever reason, uh, today, pops are, uh, props are slowly, slowly dropping. So we're going to highlight some guys that we do like uh, this week. But Dan, uh, let's kick it off, man. Uh, for your first uh, player prop or player that you're targeting this week, man, who do you like? Yeah, my first one, if you know me, I can't get enough of QB rushing props. So I'm going with Pat Mahomes over 13 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I've seen it as best as one minus 120. He's done this in eight out of 16 games. But to me, it's really the Bengals D line and their aggression that really makes me like his rushing prop. Um, and the Bengals have had 20 sacks in their last seven games. They are fifth in QB pressures. Uh, this season, uh, at least QB pressure rate, excuse me, QB pressure rate this season. So um, Mahomes, he's he's shown a, a uh, history of being able to run the ball. He's averaging five carries for 20 rushing yards per game this year. And uh, with this Bengals defensive front being so aggressive, I think that this is something that Pat Mahomes will be able to take advantage of on the ground. And uh, he didn't have any rushing yards last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He didn't really have to do much against the Steelers because the Steelers pretty much just imploded on themselves. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I really like the opportunity here for Pat Mahomes to scramble for 13 and a half and what should be a really good game. Uh, this has a pretty high game total at 51. And uh, we know how much the Bengals need this game. So I'm expect expecting them to try to bring their, their best. But uh, ultimately, I think it's going to wind up being uh, Pat Mahomes and the now getting healthy, Chiefs uh, making a push here to secure that that buy in the AFC. It's crazy to think that early on in the season where the uh, Chiefs were struggling, people were talking about that if this team was going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And here crazy, they right? are. They've rattled off, what, eight wins in a row here going into Cincinnati. Um, look, the, I don't think there's a, a question of motivation here at all for these teams that are you know fighting for playoff position. Uh, obviously, for the Kansas City Chiefs, I believe if they win out, they can secure that number one seed. Uh, they're just in a battle with Tennessee. But, yeah, you know, you've talked about uh, Patrick Mahomes and his rushing yards a lot this season, and it's, it's, it's really cashed. You know, last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, he didn't really need to run. But if you kind of take a look at what he's done in those previous weeks, you know, against the Chargers, he had 32-20. not going to go down the list, but uh, Dan gave you absolutely fantastic handicap. So, um I'm not going to argue against Patrick Mahomes uh, rushing yards to get over uh, the total here against the Cincinnati Bengals, which I think is going to be a huge shootout, like I kind of alluded to earlier. Yeah, and uh, another another small mention. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Clyde edwards alaire is, is going to be missing the game uh, as he's dealing with a collarbone injury, I believe. And uh, Daryl Williams has actually been a very a very competent backup, and uh, he has been primarily their pass catching back yeah. uh, over the course of the time uh, where Ceh missed more time earlier in the season. So don't be surprised if we see more of those uh, offset 
uh, RB looks where, you know, Patrick Mahomes is in the shotgun with Daryl, Daryl Williams on the, on left side, right, left or right side of him, And then that's going to open up more, more running lanes for him uh, once he gets the ball out quick. So yeah, I'm really excited to watch this game and, and just see how Pat Mahomes dissects this really good Bengals D line. Yeah, that was one of the player props I did want to um, uh, tackle was the Daryl Williams receiving props out of the backfield because he's been uh, doing this uh, very well for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs over the past few weeks here. Uh, right. You know, we talk about pass catching backs for different teams, and I think that uh, Daryl Williams is that guy uh, for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And kind of the, over the last couple of weeks here, you know, he had 30 last week. Didn't have uh, much against the uh, Chargers, but prior to that, 31, 60, 11, 101. Um, uh, even in, on, early on in the season, you take a look at what he's done receiving wise uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that's a player to target. Um, for my uh, first one, I guess you could say uh, I was looking at Michael Carter of the Jets this week, and that was going to be his receiving yards uh, for the uh, New York Jets this week. You know, we know that um, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the best defense against the the pa- uh, sorry the rush. Um, and that's why I kind of want to pivot to the receiving yards for Michael Carter. You know, before he got injured, he was the guy. I mean, he was having games where he was having 100 scrimmage yards, whether it was rushing or receiving. Um, but I think this is a week where Michael Carter can be an integral part of that passing game going up against the, one of the best uh, pass defenses in the Bucks. like I said. So you know, over the past couple of weeks, as far as receiving-wise for running backs, against the Buccaneers. Uh, Last week, the Panthers had 20, Saints had 20, 37 for the Bills, 65 for the Falcons. Um, You know, there's been about five, about seven to eight straight weeks where running backs have had over 20 um, receiving yards uh, for their team. So I think that Michael Carter is a guy that I'm kind of looking at uh, this week uh, as far as his uh, receiving yards. Quickly trying to pull up his game log here. Um, since he's kind of returned or not even that, but even throughout the season on what he's able to do, uh, catching the ball out of the backfield last week, he only had six. I mean, you know, since he's been back, he hasn't had much, but I think this is a game where we can kind of highlight that. Hey, you're not going to be able to run the ball against the bucks. Um, early on in the season, he had games of 20, 65, 95, 37, 43 receiving yards. So, Asking him to get about 18 receiving yards is not much for Michael Carter. So I'm uh, taking Michael Carter over receiving yards here, Dan. Yeah, for me, this is just strictly the game script. And uh, with the Bucks being 13 and a half point or 13 point favorites, uh, they're going to have to do something to move the ball down the field. We don't know the wide receiver situation for the Jets. They did go through a bunch of COVID related illnesses and injuries over the last couple of weeks. You know, we didn't see Jameson Crowder. We haven't seen Elijah Moore. Um, no word on whether they're going to be back quite yet. So Michael Carter, I think, slots in here as a really good opportunity to catch some dump down passes or just be active in the pass game. Ty Johnson was a late scratch, I believe, last week as well. So we know Tevin Coleman isn't shit. Um, <laughs> so Michael Carter, I really feel like, is the the last guy to kind of go to work. And I'll be honest, I would love it if he got some rushing yards. I do have a a season-long prop for Michael Carter to go over. Um, that I need to cash. I think it was like 575. He's currently sitting at like 480. Um, so yeah, I would love to see him just actively involved in the game. And I think this is the one that he's going to be involved in because if, if Tampa Bay gets up on him, they're going to have to throw the ball. And Michael Carter is probably one of their better, more reliable receivers right now, as he's proven throughout the season, maybe not the last game. That was a pretty tough matchup, but uh, this one doesn't get any easier, but I think from the passing perspective, it's certainly a lot better. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for uh, Michael Carter and his receiving prop this week.
Yeah, and I'm just uh, quickly before we move on to the next player prop, I am seeing that uh, the Jets are going to be without uh, three starting wide receivers for the second straight week. Jameson Crowder, calf, doubtful Elijah Moore, quad will remain on the IR. They're hoping that Moore will be back next week. So, um, yeah, I think that we might see a Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, and Michael Carter uh, yeah. game for the Jets if they're going to be able to move the ball against the Bucs uh, this week. Dan, let's get to your second player, man. Uh, who are you looking at? Uh, so my second one, going with the uh, plus money here, going with Matt Stafford over two and a half passing TDs. The handicap for this one is really just betting against the Ravens secondary that's given up seven passing touchdowns over their last two games. And, uh, you know, right now we don't know that Lamar Miller or Lamar Jackson's going to be playing yet. Uh, yeah. I heard Tyler Huntley has been the one taking the reps in practice. Uh, we obviously saw that Tyler Huntley was a late scratch due to COVID illnesses last week, and we saw Josh Johnson. But despite who's playing quarterback, I think we've seen that the Ravens secondary is not – their defense isn't what they were um, earlier in the season. They got lucky quite a bit, um, and I think that they're starting to regress back to the to the norm here or to the mean. And uh, Matt Stafford, he has a history of, of going through uh, or, or throwing for three TDs. Uh, he's done in eight of 16 games this season, including three of his last five. And uh, for the Rams, if they're going to, you know, potentially move in and try to play or you know, move up in the playoff standings and yeah. or secure the bag for, you know, Cooper Cup. We didn't talk about this yet, but, um, you know, Cooper Cup has the opportunity to, to become uh, the all-time single season receive break the all-time single season receiving record, which is crazy uh, to yeah. think about. And then also he could finish with just four touchdowns. He could tie. He could be tied with Devonte Adams and a, and and three or four other players for third all-time in single season uh, receiving touchdowns. Uh, doesn't look like Randy Moss's twenty-three will ever be broken. I think Jerry Rice had like a twenty-one in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after that, it's Devonte Adams, and then could be you know Cooper Cup. So. I think that Matthew Stafford's going to try to get him cl- as close to that receiving uh, TD record as he can. And uh, yeah, I think this is a good first start um, going up against a Ravens secondary that's just been ravaged by injuries. And uh, you can get this at plus 160. So at, at plus odds, uh, I'll take I'll take the I'll take that value for Matt Stafford to go over uh, two and a half passing touchdowns. Yeah, and this is tying right into my Cooper Cup uh, player prop that I was going to talk about uh, targeting this week. So you know, kind of back to Matt, uh, Matthew Stafford, um, agree with everything that you just said, right? He's going to be looking for Cooper Cup and, and to break that up, you know, not only the receiving yards uh, touched our uh, sorry receptions and yardage, but if you kind of take a look over the last two weeks, what the uh, uh, opposing quarterbacks have done against the Ravens, Aaron Rodgers threw for three. Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow threw for four. So I think we're kind of on the right track here um, as far as uh, Matthew Stafford, which ties into Cooper Cup. And right now I'm seeing Cooper Cup's uh, receiving yards at 107 and a half. And that big number doesn't scare me, right? We've seen what Cooper Cup has done all season long. So just to kind of run through what Cooper Cup has, uh, what, kind, what, what he has to do over this final two weeks, Right now, if you are uh, if you have uh, DraftKings available to you, um, there are two season long uh, player prop uh, bets that they have posted, and it's under uh, player futures regular season breakers. Number one is will any player break the regular season receiving yards um, record of over one thousand nine hundred sixty four and a half? The yes is at plus money at plus one seventy five, and then uh, will any player break the regular season record for receptions? 
uh, record of 150 or more. The yes is at plus 150. And Cooper Cup is right there, right? I mean, we, we, we've, uh, like you just said, Dan, that Matthew Stafford is going to make that effort of getting the ball to uh, Cooper Cup. And I'm trying to pull up what he needs to do. So he needs 18 more receptions um, to break that record. And currently he has 1,734 um, receiving yards on the season. He needs 216 more to break that record. So I'm taking the over on his receptions this week, and I will be taking over on his receiving yards this week against this depleted uh, Ravens uh, secondary, Dan um, Cooper cup. I think these are at plus money odds. You kind of have to take those bets and take his over on his uh, player props. What do you think? I'm with you. Uh, there's no way. There's no reason to fade Cooper cup in week 17 after what he's done throughout the entire season. And uh, you know, this matchup against, against the uh who are they going up against ravens ravens that's right the ravens um love that spot for them and i was trying to see real quick who the rams are playing next week uh uh next they, week the niners so that's yeah. going to be a really important game for both of those teams um but yeah I, either way man i you got to go over on all cooper cup receiving receiving yards receptions uh tds i'm all for it man like he's he's unstoppable right now and uh, he's making his place in the record books and i don't think there's anything that's going to stop him so yeah i love it especially for this week against the ravens which we've already talked about their the secondary has just been hit by too many injuries and this this team is not looking like they're going to be playoff bound just by the way they've been playing so yeah i'm all for the overs of cooper cup 100%, 100%, man. Uh, yeah, loving uh, Cooper Cup this weekend uh, over the final two weeks here. Dan, let's get to your last one, man. What do you got? Last one. Got a guy coming off the COVID list, and that's uh, Taysom Hill going under 195 and a half passing yards at minus 115. Panthers, as bad as they are, and you know they're starting Sam Darnold again, which is gross, but uh, they are ninth in pass DVOA this season. They rank second in the NFL in in, in um passing yards allowed per game at 182 but on the road they've been even better allowing only only 167 passing yards to opposing quarterbacks so you know Taysom Hill coming off of COVID he has he does they'll have some injuries um just haven't really seen much out of the Saints passing offense and uh I don't know that they're going to need a lot to really beat the Panthers I would imagine they're just going to try to run the ball as best they can even though the Panthers have been pretty competent against stopping the run. Uh, just don't really see enough weapons on the offensive end for the Saints to really get uh, Taysom Hill over that 200-yard, uh, uh, 196-yard threshold. He's only done it in one of three starts this season. So, um, yeah, don't have much faith in this Saints offense right now. They still somehow have a glimmer of hope to get into the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it'll be on the strength of Taysom Hill's arm. I'm going to go under on that passing prop. Yeah, I agree. I think the game plan this week for the Saints is going to be running the football. And if we kind of took a look at what running backs have done against, and this kind of correlates or, or fades what are kind of agrees with your play, is that over the five out of the last six weeks, uh, teams have gone over 100 uh, rushing yards. So I think this might be an Alva uh, Kamara game. And especially when you have yeah. guys coming off of COVID, Dan, we've seen it not only in the NFL, but also in the NBA yeah. where yeah. players have struggled. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's hard that Number one, that you're an athlete and then you have to go around and have the stamina to do this. Uh, you know, we know the COVID effects. We've heard it yeah. from players in the NBA. So you fading Taysom Hill, I really like this angle. Uh, I think this is going to be a huge Alvin Kamara game. 
this week for the Saints, which means that Taysom Hill should not be doing much uh, this week for the uh, New Orleans Saints. Yeah, um, Tyreek Hill only played like 40% yeah. of snaps last week, uh, his first week off of COVID, and he did nothing. So, yeah, I, I just, I'm just going to temper expectations here. And is this, I'm probably going to take the under on this game too, mm-hmm. uh, being that the, the Saints, you know, both of these teams don't put points on the board. Um, so it's going to be a pretty ugly game, regardless of it being individual, uh, a divisional matchup. But, yeah, I'm not expecting much here offensively from either team. Yeah, and then again, uh, they get Travis Kelsey back this week, also do the Chiefs. So, again, mm-hmm. uh, it's another angle to kind of target in the final two weeks. If you have players coming off of COVID that you know, probably want to take a look at taking their under uh, point. On, their, on their props, um, uh, you know, because, again, we like we talked about, it, it's it's really hard to get up to game speed coming off of COVID and the effects that it does have. Um, for my last player prop, I'm just going to keep this one simple, Dan. We talked about this quarterback earlier. Uh, I'm just going to go with Tom Brady. I'm going to take his over uh, uh, passing yards. Um, for this week, I currently think I saw it at 285 and a half. Um, look, I think he's still a candidate to make a push for that MVP, uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, he has the Jets this week, he's familiar with the Jets when he was with the Patriots. So, the familiarity of not only the Jets, but also you know, that arena or sorry, the stadium, it's all there. You know, I think that, um, we're, it seems like that Antonio Brown is trending towards not playing, but you're getting Mike Evans back. You have um, Gronk on this roster, and I think asking Tom Brady to get over 285 and a half passing yards is not a tall order, especially with all the contract incentives that are left for some of the players on their team, as well as, as, well as himself, right? He's still in that contention for um, the MVP, like I alluded to. So um, I'm going to take uh, Brady to get over his passing yards this week. You know, I wonder what, does money motivate Tom Brady? Cause he's so rich at this point, but it's, it's still money. <sighs> That's right? a good question. Right. But either, but either way, uh, yeah. like he needs money. He doesn't need money as much as a B needs money, but either way, like by if, if a B needs money and he's going to force feed a B by it, it's just going to correlate because he's going to throw for those. The yards are going to go somewhere. Right. So two eighty six to me still seems pretty low. I can see this easily being a 300 yard game for, for Tom Brady. The jets suck. We know his history against being up on, on shitty teams. And, uh, you know, he's going for the MVP. I think that's yeah. the biggest motivation out there. And it's, he needs to put numbers on the board. Um, he needs to be flawless in it. Um, he does have some other injury laden, uh, some, some other contract laden uh, incentives to beat. But yeah. ultimately, I think he just wants to win. He wants to secure that spot, the top spot in the NFC, if it's possible. You know, maybe Green Bay falters and they can sneak back in there. But, uh, yeah, I like him to go to over 286, man. We're going against the Jets here. Let's not overthink this. Um, without some of his star players there, he doesn't have the run game that he once had earlier in the season. So I think it's going to build the strength of his arm. Sign me up for uh, Brady over 286. Yeah, and he only has 186 yard uh, or passing yard lead over the next guy, which is Justin Herbert. So, uh, again, that's in that contract incentive uh, for Tom Brady and then as well as, um, you know, the MVP that we just talked about. So, yeah, hopefully yeah. Brady comes out and shreds the uh, New York Jets. Um, with it. Dan, let's take one last break here, buddy. We'll come back. We'll identify best bets, and we'll get some uh, final thoughts for NFL Week 17. So we'll be right back. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. NFL playoffs are around the corner, and PropSwap has the best odds on Super Bowl futures. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair. Then buy it. 
you can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. Last week, Joe from Sacramento purchased a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ticket at odds of 8-1 to when sportsbooks are only offering 5-1. to If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new app and new company looking to glow, grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's really fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus, they just added a really, really cool bonus. If you can get your entire league to join Better Fantasy, they'll give you the league a $150 gift card to get a sick-ass trophy from TrophySmack.com. It's totally free to play. Download the app today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Fantasy.com SGPN. And guys, again, make sure to head over to pricepicks.com. If you're in a state that allows prop betting, prize picks is the way to go. You can bet on your favorite athletes, their stat projections to go over or under. They have a wide, wide range of menus where you can bet on prop bets and just bet over or under stat projections. So make sure to head over to pricepicks.com and make sure to use that promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus. Again, use that promo code SGP for that 100% deposit bonus. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches, tossing bets around and they speak easy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free to in their free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off of Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric, any metric they want. As long as somebody is on the other side, you accept it. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN today to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to, don't forget to toss up an app review and review the app and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Dan, let's get to our best bets first. Uh, I'll give you the floor first, man. What do you uh, like as your best bet? Best bet, going Patty Mahomes over 13 and a half rushing yards. Uh, to me, this is going to be one of the games of the week. Um, but this Bengals D-line playing so well. And uh, Mahomes really turned it up a little bit, relying on that defense a little bit more. But uh, I think that the Chiefs 
are going to prove prove to be a little bit too much for this Bengals team that's riding super high um, off of Joe uh, Joe Burrow's you know mm-hmm. 500 yard performance. I think they're going to come back to earth a little bit, and we're going to see uh, Pat Mahomes find a way to scramble through uh, one of the best pass rushing uh, defenses that there is in the NFL. Um, I like him over 13 and a half rushing yards. Um, you can get that right now at minus 120. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if this moved, but yeah, uh, yeah I really like uh, Mahomes' opportunity here to uh, scramble for some yards. Yeah, this number is going to move for sure, man. Um, again, you know, Patty Mahomes, we've seen this. He's done this a lot of times throughout the season. And again, again, we're expecting, or I'm expecting to see a lot of points in this game. So I think the opportunities to cover Travis Kelsey and um, uh, Tyree Kill, that'll be open up some space for uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. And we've seen him. He's taken advantage of it. Uh, all throughout his career. So definitely loving definitely. that play for uh, Patrick Mahomes um, for my player prop or my best bet. I'm going to go, I got to go with Cooper cup, man. Again, when you're on the brink of history, um, I think this is a plus matchup for him this week against the secondary against the uh, Ravens. Um, anytime you have an opportunity to break an all-time record in the NFL, you're going to go out and try to do that. Um, I know it's a big number, but for Cooper cup, this is not a lot uh, for him to do. Over 107 and a half uh, receiving yards for Cooper Cup this week against the Ravens secondary. So uh, that's going to be my best bet for this week. He's been crushing it all season, man. Can't fade him. I can't fade him even against the Ravens here. This isn't the Ravens that, you know, we're used to and bringing this stout defense, even though they're on the road. I think Matt Stafford is going to find a way to just pepper him with targets, uh, get him into into space. And he's just going to prove that he's the best receiver. And honestly, I'm surprised he's not, you know, higher up in the in the uh, MVP conversation because he's putting on an absolutely brilliant performance all season and uh, bar none, best receiver in the league right now. Yeah, I think for him and Jonathan Taylor, like they're like literally like the co-favorites to win the yeah. offensive, offensive player, player of the year. Of the year. So- for sure. It's going to be interesting to see who wins that uh, award, or even if there's, I don't know if there's a way that there's co uh, yeah. offensive players of the year, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see um, uh, which guy gets that award. Definitely. Dan, that is it for 2021, man. The last prop cast uh, for this year, the last episode, I'm sorry for this year. We started this earlier this year, um, uh, prop betting show for NFL. Uh, it's translated into NBA as well, but uh, it's been a pleasure working with you. And, and, you know, we actually met in 2021 on the NBA yeah. gambling podcast. Crazy. And, you know, that was, it seems like it was just yesterday, but that was what back in February, March earlier this year, but it's, mm-hmm. it's been a ride with you and I'm looking forward to a lot more uh, prop cast with you and, and doing things as well uh, in the gambling space with you. So uh, definitely appreciate you in this prop cast, but man, it, it's been one hell of a year, bro. Yeah, man. I, I didn't even think about that before you said it, uh, bringing a tear to my eye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but seriously, though, man, we've, we've done a lot together in 2021. And even starting the prop cast, like this started out as an idea of us just kind of like chopping it up. Like, yo, we love props so much. I know we, yeah. we talk about game totals and spreads and, and everything, but like props is certainly something that we're really interested in. We want to take further and haven't seen anyone have a, a show that's completely dedicated to props like us. So uh, shouts to SGPN and, and getting us an opportunity to talk about it on a weekly basis. It's great that you got guys that are even more enthusiastic about props than we are yeah. uh, to join you on a weekly basis. So now we're doing this for multiple sports. Uh, excited to see what happens in 22. But uh, yeah, man, we're going to continue to get this money, break the banks or break the books um, and keep getting this money, man. So uh, it's been a pleasure and uh, we'll continue to do this in the new year. 
So happy holidays to everybody else out there. Happy New Year. Yeah, Thanks happy for New Year. Yeah, thank you guys so much for the support on the podcast. And shout out to all the guests uh, and, and also Rod, also another co-host that we have on this podcast. I mean, without the guests that we've had and without Rod, I mean, and and then Scott that does the editing for this, uh, shout yeah. out to him, man. I mean, the, the guy... The amount of podcasts that I do uh, without him, uh, this, this, this. No engine. matter the hours of the night, Scott's yeah, up there. Scott's still up working, there. He's so up at four to five sure. in the morning uh, yeah. you know, editing all types of podcasts across the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Not only the pods that I do, but also the golf uh, gambling podcast as well as some other pods that he does. So it's been a great year, man. Hopefully we can uh, translate that into 2022. Um, so I have one more NFL week left, and then we're going to have a huge show for the Super Bowl and obviously the playoffs. And NBA is in full swing. So, um, you know, I'm sure that Dan's going to be available more for the propcast when NFL season's over for the NBA. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, again, guys, sure. thank you so much for the support <clears throat> on the propcast. Wishing all of our listeners and supporters and even our haters a uh, happy new year. Um, 2022 should be a dynamic year. Hopefully we're able to continue uh, what we've been able to do in 2021. Uh, Dan, final thoughts and let the people know where they can find you, man. Yeah, no final thoughts. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, stay safe. Have fun. Get it in. Do it all. Do it all that uh, makes you happy to bring in the ring in the new year. Find me at Dan Titus on Twitter. I don't tweet that much, but I do a lot of <laughs> shit. So if you're interested, please look me up. Hit me up. Whatever. Let's talk money, bets, whatever. I'm down. Yeah, echoing everything Dan said. You can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. The next pod we will be back will be 2022. So until then, guys, enjoy all the sports that are happening, not only throughout the day, um, but even at night, NBA, college football, NFL, NHL. It's all happening this weekend. I hope you guys break these books off. And last but not least, don't forget, let it ride. <laughs>